Hello and welcome to the Gambler Bet Builder podcast. I'm Selectabet and I'm joined by our Bet Builder expert, Slipstips. How are you tonight? Yeah, not, not too bad, thanks. It's been quite a difficult week for us all here at Gambling and the, the Mr. Fixit site. Um, still coming to terms with that after losing one of life's good guys. Yeah, I was just talking pre-podcast there about um, the influence Mr. Fixit had on, on us growing up west of Scotland. I think we, if you're into betting at all or betting on football, then you probably picked up the daily record at some point in your youth um, to see what Mr. Fixit's super single was. So, um, yeah. Obviously, for anyone who's, who's not aware, uh, Paul Jane, who's Mr. Fixit, passed away last week. Um, you know, big shock to all of us. And I suppose we've got to pick up the pieces um, and just try and do what we can to beat the bookies on his behalf. Yeah, I'm sure Paul would be urging his own um, to, to do that. And yeah, hopefully we can get a few winners this weekend. Yeah, I, I kind of think you might be looking down on me this week because I've actually had not a bad week beating the bookies. So <laughs> hope, hope the big man up there's uh, knocking a few goals in for me. <laughs> Must be a sign. Must be. Anyway, we will crack on. You have got, as ever, our three bet builders for this weekend, all from the Premier League, and they're rather handily spread across Friday, Saturday and Sunday this week. So the first one we're going to have a look at is Friday night's live game, and that's at Elland Road, where Leeds entertain West Ham. Uh, West Ham, with a chance to jump up to fifth in the table with a win, Leeds could possibly go 10th, uh, both sides beaten last time out, um, and Leeds go into this with a bit of an injury crisis at the back as well. Yeah, I've seen that, and um, they're maybe going to have to put, put a makeshift defence on Friday night, but yeah. a really interesting game this one to start off the weekend. I wouldn't really fancy picking a winner here, to be honest, in the, with the outright betting. Um, and as you said, both teams coming into this one after losing last weekend, and they'll both be looking to, to bounce back. Leeds, they went to Stamford Bridge last Saturday, and they've done what they've done every week since promotion they went toe-to-toe with, with Chelsea and really gave them a good run for their money really demonstrating that and again that they can sort of mix it with the big boys in the division they really have impressed since promotion with their attack-minded approach um, they do sit in the bottom half of the table though and it is just one win in five so they'll be keen to put more points on the board to maybe reflect some of those performances West Ham they've had a brilliant start to the season. They've come through a really difficult run of fixtures at the start of the season. There was a lot of negativity in pre-season um, at the London Stadium, but they've they've had a, a cracking start for the most part. Last weekend, it could have went better for them. I thought they played really well for the first ever against Man United. I think they were left to ruin a number of missed chances, but mm-hmm. I, I don't think it will dent their confidence too much. I think they can still take plenty from that and They'll be looking to to get back on track this weekend. In in terms of the bet builder for this one, it's an even money combination that I like the look of here. It's quite a straightforward one. What I'm looking at is just looking at over one match goal and each team to to collect a card. And I was quite surprised to see that priced up at even money. I think that represents a good bit of value. Yeah, I think we've kind of touched on a couple of times in the podcast just about the relative lack of cards in the Premier League but but these two guys these two teams aren't too bad 
1.65 per game, West Ham 1.5. And we've got Michael Oliver as a man in the middle, and he's averaging three per game, uh, as well as he's dished out two reds in his nine Premier League matches so far this season. So, yeah, the card market's, you know, always... I think if you're only asking for one card for each team, then it's not too much, is it? Yeah, it's not too much. Um, it's not the, the best league for cards, as we know. But yeah, when you're not asking for anything too, too wild, we're just a card a piece. And Michael Oliver, as you said, he's been decent for cards this season. I think he's actually dished out twelve in his last two games that he's um, taken charge of. Um, so my stats might not be up to date. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's certainly not the worst. So hopefully. Um, he's um, got the book out at least a few times on Friday night, but also fancy a few goals here. Leeds have really lit up the Premier League since promotion. I think seven of their 11 fixtures have featured three or more goals, uh, and six of those 11 have ended with both teams scoring as well. They don't have a particularly great defence. That probably coincides with their style of play. Um, they do have the, I think it's the third worst defence in the league, and I think West Ham could have the tools to trouble them on Friday night. They, West Ham have scored in all of their last 13 games uh, across all competitions uh, and nine of their 11 games have seen at least two goals scored. So I think we should be good for at least a, a couple of goals here. And yeah. you also fancy a few cards. Leeds have been decent for cards themselves in recent weeks. I think they've picked up at least two in seven of their last eight games and sitting in the top five for yellows. This season, I think, again, their approach can maybe leave them a bit open at times. They maybe have to make that odd cynical foul. Um, and I think West Ham have a few players that could definitely hurt them on the, the counter. So I think, yeah, I was surprised to see this one at even money. I was expecting that the price to be a bit smaller than that. Yeah, and I think you've kind of alluded to the fact that West Ham they are about just over the 21 mark. Wouldn't be the worst bet, I don't think, you know, if you're looking for a wee bit of value in this game. Um, certainly capable I would have thought of going and getting a result at Elland Road mm. having said that quite happy to take the bet builder doesn't matter who wins so just to recap then it's over one match goal over zero Leeds cards and over zero West Ham cards and that is even money yeah and that's with bet 365 ok that takes us on to Saturday's lunchtime kickoff, and that is Wolves v Aston Villa two teams only two points separate them albeit Villa will get two games in hand and this one looks like another tough one to call yeah, it definitely does look like a, another tough one to, to unpack. It's a West Midlands derby, so should be quite a, a lively affair on Saturday lunchtime. Wolves, they didn't really turn up at Anfield last weekend. They, they lost 4-0 in the end. And I think a few people fancied them to maybe cause an upset last Sunday. Um, they have picked up a, a lot of good results away from home, but yeah, quite um, disappointing from them. Last weekend, they've had a bit of a stop-start season so far. I think that's reflected in their, their league position where they, they sit 10th. Um, the highlights of the season probably been their wins at Leeds and Arsenal so far. It's a bit of a similar story for Villa. They made a flying start to the season, but it's now four wins. I'm sorry, four defeats in their last five, the, the most recent of which was a 2-1 defeat at West Ham. I think that was their first blemish on their away record this season. Yeah, they, yeah. Had the weekend off last weekend due to the, the COVID outbreak at Newcastle, so plenty of time to prepare for this one. I think Dean Smith will be expecting a response from his team. In, in terms of the, the bet builder, I'm going for a similar one that I went to the last time we covered Aston Villa. Um, the, the bet builder I'm looking at here is 
over one match goal, over zero Wolves goals, over zero Aston Villa cards, and over five match corners, and that pays four to five with Bet365. Okay, quite a lot in there to get through. Um, yeah. Over one match goal, um, and you've got over zero Wolves goals, I'm guessing you're just, your thoughts are that Wolves might just edge this one. Um, just looking at the the sort of stats um, in terms of these two teams, it's a bit of both that I've looked at. Wolves, they have scored in all their home games this season. They will be without star striker Raul Jimenez, yeah. but I do think they still have enough quality to, to score at least once on Saturday. They've still got people like Adama Traore, um, Pedro Neto is a, a good player as well that I like. Villa, they've their games have been good for goals this season. Um, I think seven of their nine have produced three or more. Each of their last five all going over two and a half. And just looking at their away fixtures, seven of their last nine have gone over two and a half as well. So just sort of factoring that in along with Wills, more often than not, they, they score at least once at home. So, yeah, happy to go with at least one match goal, but um, I fancy Wills to... I'm sorry, over one match goal, but I fancy Wills to score at least one of those. Yeah, I think it's probably a measure of how well Wills have done in recent seasons that uh, we maybe expect them to do a wee bit better by this stage in the season. But actually, when you dig down and look at the stats, I believe this is their, with 17 points, is the most that they've ever had at this stage in the Premier League. So um, not too many complaints, I don't think, in their performance so far. So, uh, yeah. No, Sorry, yeah. I was just going to say, in terms of trying to find a winner, I think you're right to try and avoid that, as you usually do on the on the bet builders. No, but I completely agree with what you say about Wolves and the points return. You, we spoke about West Ham, other teams such as Southampton, they've had quite a lot of praise in the sort of first 11 weeks of the season or so, but Wolves are similar points, tally, but they've went under the radar a wee bit. And yeah, if they can string a run together, then they could be sort of dark horses to maybe gatecrash that top six. Yep. Um, in terms of cars, it's our old favourite Mike Dean, who is the man in the middle for this one. Um, and he's actually not been too bad this season. He's averaging 3.25 yells in a game. Yeah. Um, um, maybe not quite hitting the same sort of averages as he has done in previous years. Um, again, I think that's maybe due to lack of fans. But yeah, he's, <laughs> um, he does tend to yeah, be you would be very surprised if there was um, not many bookings when Mike Dean's involved and I think given the fact there's it's a derby as well I'm happy to back Villa to pick up at least one booking here they think they sit in the top six for yellows received this season they've got a few players who tend to be quite good for a card I think their left back um, he's racked up a few this season people like Louise and McGinn um, they are quite good options for a card every now and again as well. Yeah. Um, in terms of the corners as well, Villa, they're averaging 7.3 corners per game this season. That's the highest average in the league and their, their match totals um, sitting at 11. And just having looked at their, their last six fixtures, they've actually surpassed the over five corner count on their own. They've hit 7, 12, 8, 11, 6 and 7 um, across their last six games and that's been against some good opposition as well. So, yeah, yeah more than more than happy to go with over five corners, um, five match corners, um, along with the, the goals and the cards there. OK, so to recap on this one, it's over one match goal, it's over zero Wolves goals, over zero Aston Villa cards and over five match corners. 
Now, when you send this over to me pre-podcast, you had quoted a price of 45, but I've got some bad news that that is now 34. Oh, that's so, it. There's been, there's been money somewhere. Um, yeah, I'm willing to bring that price down a wee bit, but still, still very backable at three. To four, yeah, I'd still say that's um, backable enough, and it's a bet builder that's landed in four of Villa's last five games as well. Um, so yeah, just hoping for more of the same. Okay, last but not least, uh, Sunday we have Spurs, who have been fantastic for them there in action tonight as we record the podcast. They are away to Crystal Palace, a team that they've actually got a, a brilliant record against. I think it's seven wins in the last eight or something like that um, against Palace. So I guess they go there expecting to pick up the three points. Yeah, I'm sure they will do. They're flying high at the top of the league at the moment. They've come through a really tricky run of fixtures with seven points against Man City, Chelsea and Arsenal. I think that's maybe solidified their title claims maybe a bit early for title talk but they're certainly looking the real well, deal um, at the moment yeah and they've got Liverpool on Wednesday so um, you know that's a game that Jose Mourinho would be desperate to get three points in to keep them um, top of the table ahead of, ahead of their trip to Anfield yeah huge game in, in midweek um, that'll be their biggest test of the season so far going to Anfield um, but I think Mourinho will relish that he'll be keen to bring that unbeaten record to an end at Anfield um, yeah. but I, I think a trip to Crystal Palace will present a really different type of challenge for Spurs mm-hmm. yep. um, the teams they've played in recent weeks they've been able to sort of sit off and do their damage on the break whereas Palace will probably play Spurs at their own game on Sunday um, they've, they're a team that just continue to to punch above their weight really you, you um, a lot of people, myself included, expect them to struggle year after year, but they, they always just seem to dig out a result to sort of keep their head above water. They picked up a great win last weekend um, away at West Brom, 5-1 they, they won in the end, although West Brom did receive an early red card in that game, but a, a cracking result nonetheless. Yeah, yeah. But not expecting as many goals on Sunday. I think both managers are fairly similar in their approach, both quite cautious. So expecting quite a tight and cagey affair here um, and as I said I fancy Palace will um, try and sit off Spurs and try and contain and, and counter um, so not expecting a, a further on Sunday but I'm going to factor that into the bet builder which is under five match goals over zero Tottenham goals over two Tottenham corners and over zero Crystal Palace cards and that is a four to five shot at bet three six five yeah, I'm interested in your your take on under five match goals, but over zero Spurs goals. Um, obviously, Spurs they've kept six clean sheets and eleven this season, and I was working out that that combination that you've suggested there actually allows you to cover ten potential score lines. Um, any That's... kind of any kind of Palace one one 0 two one three one as long as Spurs score the one each draw. And then any kind of Spurs win, 2-0, 2-1, 3-0, 3-1, 4-0 and 2-2. So it's potentially 10 results there that are covered. Yeah, that's that really encouraging to, to hear. And as you know, I'm not really one for putting up an unders bet builder. It's not yeah. something I tend to do. Um, but yeah, just looking at the two teams, um, I'd, I'd be surprised if it was a high scoring game. Tottenham, as you mentioned, They've been good for clean sheets this season. I don't think they've conceded in their last four league games. And I think that their last five have all gone under two and a half. And with no disrespect to Palace, they've played superior opposition 
in recent weeks that have been low scoring games and just looking at Palace as well the, the under four and a half play that, that's landed in nine of their 11 league games so far as well um, despite their big win last week um, but they're not really a team you associate with goals so yeah, I just want to put that down to circumstances of the game last week at West Brom with the, the yeah. early red card there. Yeah. Um, I, I could quite easily see this being a similar game to Spurs' recent away wins at Burnley and West Brom. I think they won 1-0 on both occasions. Had to be patient. And yeah, I just think, just given how much confidence they're playing with, how much belief Mourinho's instilled in them, I, I think they'll grab at least one goal um, in this game. But um, yeah, not expecting a, a high-scoring one. Okay, so you're also adding Spurs corners? Yeah, they're not high corner hitters. They're not, third lowest not, in the league. Yeah, it's something that... It's quite surprising really, considering yeah. you know, how, obviously how well they've been doing in terms of being top of the table, but certainly get enough attacking intent at times as well, Spurs. Yeah, plenty of players that can do damage, but yeah, I was quite surprised like yourself to see um, how sort of low down they are in the, the corner charts. But um, they have hit three or more in nine of their 11 games. And I just think, given the sort of dynamics of this game, I think they'll maybe have to take the game to Palace and maybe be patient, as I said. And I don't think three corners is too much to ask. They, they might have to try and get it wide to um, get that breakthrough. There might be that need to maybe try the luck from distance to, to, to try and get that goal. And I just think, yeah... Three corners isn't too much to ask when they come up against Palace on Sunday. Okay, and last but not least, on the builder, it's over zero Crystal Palace cards. Yeah, um, going to add that in as well. Kevin Friends, the referee for this one, he's not one of my favourite refs when it comes to getting the book out, but I'm happy to back Palace to pick up at least one card here. I think they're averaging over one a game this season. They do have a bit of a, an ageing and an experienced squad. And I just think, given the the calibre of opposition that they'll be up against, I think they might need to dish out a bit of rough treatment to Spurs on Sunday to try and contain them. So, yeah, happy to to back Palace to pick up at least one. And it's a bet builder that's landed in both of their, their home defeats this season. And if you... I applied this bet builder in four of last four of Spurs last six games. Sorry, that it would have also landed as well. Good stuff. Okay, so just to recap, then it's under five match goals, over zero Tottenham goals, over two Tottenham corners, and over zero Crystal Palace cards. Yeah, that's and that the is four to five. Bet three six five. Yeah, four to five. Okay, can you just give us a wee recap then of all three bets for the weekend? Yeah, of course, three bet builders, all with Bet365. First one is on Friday night, Leeds West Ham. Bet builder for that one is over one match goal, over zero Leeds cards and over zero West Ham cards, and that pays even money. Second bet builder is on Saturday lunchtime at Wills Villa. I'm combining over one match goal, over zero Wills goals, over zero Aston Villa cards and over five match corners. That was initially priced up at four to five, but now three to four with bet three six five. And the final one on Sunday, Crystal Palace Spurs. I'm going for under five match goals, Tottenham over zero goals, over two Tottenham corners, and Crystal Palace over zero cards, and that's four to five. And as ever, I've calculated the treble, and it pays just over five to one at five point three to one currently with Bet365. So that's always worth a wee quid, I think. 
Okay, that's us for this week's Bet Builder podcast. Remember, you can follow Slips Tips on Twitter at Slips Tips, and you can catch regular tips from him on the MrFixitsTips.co.uk website. So, uh, best of luck for the weekend. Uh, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. So, good luck with all your bets. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs>